Welcome. My name is Ethan, Ethan Cisneros, Ethan from Thirst, as I like to brand myself. This podcast is part of the documentation of my journey. Here you're going to find insights in me running my business and kind of the behind the scenes. So let's check out an episode. Ethan Zangle Nation, welcome back to my favorite of all the series that I have <laughs> on my podcast, of course, um, with the one and only, the beautiful, the smart Rachel from Dot Thirst, the CMO of my company, Thirst Drinks. And I wanted to talk today a little bit about how Rachel started at Thirst and her a marketing. Wild ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, her marketing career start marketing career if we can even call it, it was not a career that, there yeah. was no career and I'll, I, I just want to have her on have her share her story of being CMO of thirst and we can talk some tactics too like we normally do in these episodes I'd say tactic number one drop out of college <laughs> <laughs> easy now easy now I, I don't endorse that completely um, but Rachel didn't start as a marketer here and she's gonna go into it in a second but I think the important part is um, the kind of the hustle and strategy she used to go from zero to what she is now in marketing. And uh, I just want to talk about it because I think a lot of people should do the same, in my opinion. So uh, Rachel from Dot Thirst wasn't always from Dot Thirst, wasn't always a key main player. It was in from fact, Dot the Utah University. <laughs> she started at University our most insignificant location, <laughs> which is... It's um, literally the most insignificant player yeah. in Thirst. <laughs> we have a location on the University of Utah campus that we since kind of transferred. It's more of just a small express store that we don't run anymore. But um, at the time, we were going all in. This is year two of Thirst. 2018. 2018. Okay, so just going into... Year two. It was year two, yeah, actually. Yeah. And she had a job at the University of Utah campus store. That was no. man. Oh, at the campus store, Campus yeah. store, yeah. It wasn't managed by me at the time, and I worked actually not really closely with it because I was still really heading things up here here in Vivint. But yeah, tell us right the story. Yeah, right when Vivint opened, too. All right. Um, first of all... Ethan gave me my whole marketing opportunity. It's something I've always been really grateful That's for. That's not what I'm looking for. I know, but you'll see through this story how, like, Thirst and Ethan really opened the doors. So, um, I started off as a literal nobody, human in college. I just graduated high school, went to the U of U, lived in the dorms. Don't live in the dorms. <laughs> really expensive. But I lived in the dorms, and the Thirst campus store was, like, literally, like, 20 feet away. Like, it was where we ate all our meals. So it was in, like, our dining hall. Um, anyway, I worked for, I worked, like, a corporate 9 to 5. Uh, um, wanted to scratch my eyes out, like, every day when I went. While and, you were in college, right? Yeah, while I was in college. I worked for Discover Card. And, and, um... In your first semester of college. <laughs> yeah, in my first semester of college. Um, and so I one day walked into the campus store, and Ethan and, at the time, um, the person that ran that, Quinn, were there handing out, like, Shout out free Quinn. drinks. And they were like, yeah, we're hiring. And I was like, huh, and that could be fun, like, one night a week to, like, meet some people or just, like, be around campus. It's 10 feet away from where I live. It's super easy, just, like, a little extra money I forgot, so I was there the first thing you went Yeah, there. and you handed me a Fresh Prince, 16-ounce free drink Fresh Prince. Oh. You had an A-frame sign we out in the PHC. We were all in on that. That was so fun. Yeah, it was hilarious. It didn't work. Uh, we learned a lot, no. but okay. <laughs> but I got a free Fresh Prince, <laughs> and it was delicious. Um, anyway, um... It happened to be that my high school job, I was just uh, still in contact with some of my friends from my high school job, which was teaching swimming lessons. Mm. I taught with another teacher whose name was Mac Daddy. 
Oh, who Mac also Daddy from Thirst. At Thirst. Shout out Mac Daddy she from Thirst. She would always bring Thirst drinks. Um, she should have been manager. Yeah, to like set, like to like drink between lessons. And I was, I was like, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's Thirst. And so kind of had like a double introduction in like the same month to Thirst. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mac, like I applied to the, well, so, and long story short, I applied to the U location. I told Mac Daddy to give me a reference. She gave me a reference. Got hired, not even by Ethan. I got hired by the manager. I didn't know she worked here. <laughs> yeah. I got hired by the manager of the U location. Shout worked there Quinn. for a few months. Sorry, this has gotten kind of long. I worked there for a few months. Um, it shut down. Ethan said <laughs> in a group chat, I need somebody for a project over winter break who is available. Wait, I, I, I feel like you always miss this detail. You, okay. I, you, I remember specifically being like, okay, it's a make or break on this Utah location. And in the time I was like, oh, yeah, you didn't want to fire it's so people. so different, I think I'll create a different Instagram account for it. I shouldn't have done uh, that, I don't think. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I created we a different a location, Instagram account called U of U, like, dorm, like Utah or something. U of or, U, sorry, U Thirst. U of U Thirst. And, we, and I was like, I want someone to be in charge of Completely running this account. about that. Rachel was like, I would love to. Comes in, we searched first. <laughs> our first marketing was actually a failure. Our first marketing together, like our marketing campaign and strategy, was actually. I don't think that was a failure. It wasn't a failure. It could have worked. It if just the ball had no kept rolling. point. We did, we decided whatever it was. She was the manager of the of the account. You of you. So at first. this point, I'm a failure, I guess. I'm just no. <laughs> but anyways, I decided to kind of pull the plug and back yeah. out of that, and decided to shut that account down. But she was hustling on it and giving everything she had, and I was like, all right, I definitely got to keep that in the team. Yeah. But we didn't yeah. have. We didn't have. This is like. One Year of, one, like not enough money yeah. to buy the soda bibs. Like, yeah, it's and like for, for the business owners listening, this is like, I feel like one of the biggest moves I made when growing my business that has allowed me to be here now, which is I invested everything I had back into marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like marketing, and for me, in my opinion, it, at least in my situation, and I think this probably be true for others, instead of putting that investment into something passive like Google AdWords or just boosting posts on Facebook, because we're talking about, I'm talking about comparing the investment of people and a marketing manager, which is what I'm about to say, which is, I said, Rachel, you can come to my downtown stores, the only location I had, yeah. a little bit of catering, and I think Vivint was going, but it was slow. And I was like, do you want to be the marketing manager? I remember this. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, something, a marketing person. Yeah, it was a project over Christmas break while we figure out, like, I think um, in my head, I was doing some projects over Christmas break while they made the transition from the U being staffed by us to being staffed by the U. Yeah. So you And you had also offered positions to all the people that worked at the U to come work in the shop. Yeah. So in my head, I was going to come do a project over Christmas break and then fill sodas in the shop Yeah. after that. And after that, she had done such a good job that we, I kept her on the marketing yeah. team and she eventually become into what the famous person she is now. But my point was investing in the marketing is, it didn't have, there was no profit at the time. They're like, we were, it was basically, there wasn't really even this money to invest. And I just went for it and grinded it out and made it work because I knew how important it was. And it's not that, it's, it's a catch point too because I feel like some people hire people. What you shouldn't do when 
growing your small business, in my opinion, is do the passive way of marketing, 100%. Hiring an agency or someone charging you a monthly fee to run your social media. They're not interested in your business. They're interested in keeping you as a client. It's also passive, too. Like, hey, let me just pay you so I don't have to put in this work, in other words. But... um, I'm, that's not what I did when I paid her to come do this because it leads us into the next point because what did we do next right after I hired you? We worked together hand 24/7. in hand all the time figuring out how the heck we were blowing this up. And yeah, I remember the pressure of like being your investment. Like there's a lot of pressure. It drove me to like do my best, I feel like. It drove me to grind and work past like what I thought was expected and um like just grow into like what you were molding me into yeah and i feel like it's it's a it would be it, the pressure would have been too much and i don't think it's something fair that a business owner can do by hiring if you're listening to this and you were to go you know put out a th- something in, in to the all your team members hey who wants to do our social media and marketing like just hiring them giving them a, a raise and creating this position that's <laughs> That is a baby first step, and maybe not, probably not even the first one, because I didn't know how to do marketing when I had Rachel. We figured it out together. I had never touched a camera, other than my iPhone. Yeah, but in my situation, I was also running every other position in the company, and so I knew that this was important. I knew it needed more of my time, so instead of just passing it off to someone else, I hired someone, and then I showed and learned with her exactly how we wanted to do it. Invested exactly more than money because you invested money in it. There's not a lot of companies that have a position for this, but you invested so much time. Yeah. So like I feel like yeah, you just invested so much time. Yeah, it's just that you cannot take a passive approach to marketing. You cannot. There's no. There's no one way, there's no one strategy, there's no one ad platform you can run that will do this. We've learned that more than anything. We do so many, I think what's good about us is we do so many different strategies too. We're, we have so many different approaches. Like you think we just things post on Instagram. Things going at one time, like ha. five things going at a time, yeah. Yeah, it's just, this is the, funda- <laughs> this is the fundamental difference between the flower shop, the bakery, the soda shop, whatever the small business is, I'll stay if I'm staying in my realm of food that goes from one, two, maybe three stores to that next level, in my opinion, is not taking the passive approach to marketing. You cannot pay someone. You, you got to make the investment. If you don't have the time to do it all yourself, I think that investment should be in a people mm-hmm. that can help you learn it faster. 100%. Sorry, I was so passionate about that. Keep going on your story, though. Oh. And that's now here we are today, I guess. Right? Yeah, I guess like we just we've all learned through it. Like if you scroll back on our Instagram feed or like if when I go into like where I save my old photos, I want to like delete them from Instagram. They, they're horrible, but it was good at the time. It was an investment to now. Now our Instagram is sparkly and beautiful. Yeah. And, and we know neither what of we're us talking w- about, but we're still learning. Like neither of us were or are photographers or video. We were horrible. <laughs> we were taking photos on a white poster board on top of a freezer yeah. with one box light that we you bought from what like picture line. Yeah, we're figuring this out. We had a Costco camera and downloaded Lightroom. <laughs> like camera. no, we downloaded Lightroom, which the U of U gave us for free for being a student. And we still take advantage of it, even though we're not students. Please, nobody report me. Marketing equals work. I think marketing equals putting in the work. Like, 
oh, I, I can't do the social media. I don't get that. I don't understand how that works. I'm not Google a photographer. It. I don't have an eye for that. Like, neither do we. <laughs> That's my <laughs> biggest insecurity is my photos. Like, and I now was I, never the artsy person and like... No, like nobody is born that way. But she put in more reps than everyone else on it over the last three, four years. And now I don't think anyone crafts a photo for Instagram better than Rich from Thank first. You. Thank you. But it's about I the reps would, and about the seriousness yeah. of marketing. And that's kind of one of the points I wanted to make is yeah. how we did this. It's really good to be a part of thirst where marketing is so highly valued. Like I feel like my position is so highly valued and the fact that Ethan is as the CEO of a company that has put so much time and effort into my position that I feel obligated and I want to like reward him back with like everything I can give. So that I think that give and take between like CEO and um, marketing person that you want to train in your business will reward you in the yeah. end. I think I would just end by saying I think the key unlock in this one is make an the, investment into people. Make an investment into people if it's not a passive investment. You got to be ready to learn and train with those people and make them know exactly how you want it. Yeah. Let them know exactly how you want it. And number two is there's just there's just no getting around putting in the reps when it comes to marketing your business. Like, you have to just post the thing you're uncomfortable with posting and just know that like it'll get better and you're putting something out yeah you have to be the one to yeah. do it business owner you the one with no artistic ability you doesn't the matter. one that has doesn't know anything about tiktok you are Neither the one that we. has to do it whether if you hire if you can scrape out any extra money to hire someone to help you so that you can go all in that's what i would do uh, yeah but, I, but either way you're gonna be there so it's either it's, you're there with help or you're there without any help right now, but I think it's important to it. note that Thirst was open for two years before I got here, and there were hundreds of posts on the Instagram when I got here. They were all iPhone photos. They were, you know, like it. But let me tell you when Ethan those were done. was doing it himself Between before the cars. he hired me. <laughs> let me tell you when every campaign got designed. Oh yeah, because Ethan was also working every shift at that point. Between too, the so. cars, I can't do marketing. I'm too busy running my shop. That is. It's not true. You can do it in the car. You can do it when you're, I remember when I started posting a ton was when we were, when we were hanging uh, Christmas lights on the building. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so busy right now. Like I'm trying to get a million things done, but like this, maybe these lights will draw people in. This is like year one. You I were trying to light, lights light the world. Would draw people in. And it's like, it's just, you have to do it. You have to post, you have to dive in and uh, get someone to help you if you can. Yep. Later. <laughs> Later.